Hey, hey, what's up, my beautiful souls? Welcome back to another episode on the Reclaim Your Power podcast, a safe space for all empathetic beings to come together and to really dive deep into the core of who we are, to learn how to manage our anxiety naturally, and to deepen spirituality. So grab a cup of tea, grab some water, sit back, relax, and let's get into today's episode. If you missed last week's episode, I highly suggest going and listening to that. This is part two on the topic of shadow work with a really great friend of mine named Tara. We dive deep into what shadow work really is and why it's so important. So go listen to part one and then pop back over here for part two. And I hope you enjoy it. We talk about some powerful stuff. So let's get into it. It kind of like the how I started um, like doing spiritual work was through environmental issues and working on zero waste, which got me into minimalism, uh, which is how I got here. And it's just this idea that like we are just so constantly bombarded by trying to have more in our life. So the idea that we just need to do something as simply as existing is like is very profound Mm -hmm. for the society that we're currently in. Yeah, when I first, when I actually, the first time I realized I was being aware, like I was being aware of me, the person that is the one witnessing everything, it was literally like a thousand pounds like lifted off my shoulders. And I was just like, oh, this is what everyone's talking about. This is what being present really means. Like it's, it's so... I can't even describe it. Like, it's just something you really have to experience for yourself. And that's why I think, like, shadow work is amazing. And I love, like, the work you're doing because it's so important that everyone, like, should know all of this. Thank you. Yeah. And what would you say to people who are scared of this inner work and are kind of afraid of shadow work? What would you say to people who are hesitant to get into this because they're afraid of like the repercussions or what they might go through? Yeah, so a lot of people have that concern. So there's a couple of things. A, you never take things farther than you feel comfortable or safe doing. It Depending on the level of shadow work that you're doing, like obviously the work that I do when it comes to shadow work is normally related to goal setting. Um, A lot of people that I work with are other types of like spiritual entrepreneurs or just people that are trying to show up more as leaders. So it's a lot of um, like mindset work when it comes to things of that nature. But when it comes to like trauma um, or other things that are extremely complex, it's really important to do that work under the supervision of a licensed professional. And that's something that I think a lot of people in the spiritual Mm -hmm. sphere don't talk about is when you do need to involve somebody with like a clinical license. So my advice is A, only take things as far as you could take them. If they are very like deep seated, especially when it comes to things like trauma, get a licensed professional. And outside of... And when you you say a licensed professional, 
can you could you give like some examples yeah. like, do you mean like therapist yeah like a th- yeah therapist psychologist um psychiatrist somebody that has some sort okay. of medical license um to help work through mm-hmm. um things like that and then in general having a support system is also in my opinion really important so that could be friends that could be a shadow worker that could be um just like groups that exist um around shadow work and just finding other people to do the work with I think it has been really important because it could feel really Mm -hmm. isolating especially like when I first started and I was already in the spiritual sphere to like feel like I was even being isolated from that was really hard because I thought that I had finally found people you know that I had connected with so it was only mm-hmm. and I and that's the cool thing about the work that you do and also like our other friends that are kind of in this like I don't know Instagram bubble that I've created for myself is that like we're all on the same yeah. page about needing to do like that deep work so those people exist you just kind of need to do your vetting on social media and really find them and I've also done that too where like I've unfollowed you know the people that I don't feel like resonate with me anymore I feel like just don't understand the deep work um, that goes along with a lot of spiritual healing and following new people that I feel like better integrate those practices into their work as healers um, or as influencers. Yeah, absolutely. That's so important because we're, even if you're someone who's very independent, I'm going to tell you right now, when it comes to like working through your limiting beliefs and your shadows, you definitely need people there. And I'm not saying you have to reach out to someone every time like you work through a shadow or every time like you notice something comes up, but you definitely do need that support system. It's super important. And like how you were saying about feeling super isolated. I know when I first started on like my healing and spiritual journey, I felt the same way. Like I would go to work or go somewhere and I would hear people talking about how like just talking about very like mundane like problems that they have. And I'm just thinking to myself like, oh, that's cool. I just worked through like a bunch <laughs> of ancestral trauma earlier. So there's that. There's Literally me and my day job right now. So yeah. <laughs> like everybody's talking about like what they ate yesterday or where they went out and I'm like oh yeah well I talked to spirits and it was a good time like (laughs) so I feel that but yeah exactly also piggybacking off of your point like you can't talk to somebody just every time like you need an ongoing support system because shadows are going to come up like infrequent infrequently it's not going to be like and every Wednesday I will work through (laughs) yeah mark it on your calendar my shadow like it's an ongoing um process to work through things as they come up which is why coaching is so impactful because it's an ongoing relationship with somebody in order this way you trust them Mm -hmm. and so that when things do come up that are a little bit more serious you could actually like open up to them because um you know like I do like one-off coaching sessions which are great I'm not saying that they're not good but like those people definitely aren't going to get as much out of a session as somebody that I've been working with for a really long time is because they're just not going to feel comfortable telling me like slash they don't have the time to literally tell me their entire life story and get it and get advice <laughs> um within like an hour or whatever, however mm-hmm. long the session is so yeah Hey everyone, I wanted to pause this episode to tell you about something incredible I am offering. 
I have opened up a private membership group on Facebook for any empaths who are really looking for that strong support system that Tara and I were just talking about and who are struggling with anxiety, limiting beliefs, and you just need that extra help and support to get through the things that have been holding you back. We do lots of things in the group. We have live sound healings. We have Q&As. I share things in there that I don't really share anywhere else. So if this sounds like something you need right now, if you're like, yes, I need this support system. I need to step back into my power and I need advice, then click the link in the episode description and you can get some more information about this private group. And we love to have you over there. It's an amazing space. All right, back to the episode. Yeah, that's super important. And I guess... Uh, my last question, one of my last questions is where, like, what is the right time to do shadow work? And I know there's really no right time. <laughs> I know that, but I've, I've had people ask me and I've seen like older people, like even my family members, like my mom, for example, um, I have talked to her a little bit about things that I can just like, do you ever just look at someone or like someone you're close with and you know, like the things that they, that are holding them back, but it's like you, it, you can't really say it. That is the beauty of being a coach (laughs) because that's, that's why we, yeah, well that's so that we created an environment where we could kind of tell, you know, keep somebody accountable to the things that are actually holding them back. But the people that aren't, you know, right, in a coaching yeah. relationship with us slash aren't paying us um, are not invested in their own success or in their in inner transformation. So I, yeah, setting those energetic boundaries for myself to to not do the thing that you're probably going to tell me that you struggle to do just now, um, just now um, has been huge in my life because <laughs> I used to be drained and frustrated and mad at everybody. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, I have had conversations with her about kind of, like, working through limiting beliefs and how, like, she has a lot of um, Mm -hmm. limiting beliefs around money, and I've just had short conversations with her, but it's almost like she feels like there's no more time. Yeah, like, she's too old, she's too, she's already like been around the block like charity has tried everything so like what would you say to people who are kind of like I feel like I'm out of time or I don't have enough time or I'm too young or I'm too stupid like what would you say say that those those are limiting beliefs (laughs) those are limiting beliefs like you know you have to at some point you have to decide that you want you have to decide that you want to change I think that especially when it comes to people that are just like I'm too old I think that it's like an excuse to not do the work like they just don't want they don't want to do it so they think by saying that that that's like a legitimate reason to not do it um I'm sure Mm -hmm. that some people that say that are genuinely convinced that they can't but also like people like our parents age do new stuff all the time um so it's not like they're physically incapable of it um I'm not going to pretend like there's no additional Mm -hmm. obstacles that would need to be overcome by doing it later in life because a I'm not older so I can't speak to their experience and their life 
Um, and also you have to take into consideration that yeah. like something that I talk about all the time when it comes to reprogramming your mindset is like, you've been on this planet for like, what, 20 something years. And you've had the same mindset this entire time. Like it's going to take more than one day to overcome all of those thoughts that have been in your head for 20 years. So I could, I can imagine that there is, um, you know, an additional layer as time goes on even farther to still have those same thoughts because then you're working through more time where you were stuck with them. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't work through them. Right. Because, you still have the rest of your life to live for and you deserve to feel happy and feel abundant and have all the things that you want regardless of the age that you're at so yeah there's no there's no time to start doing shadow work you could be young you could be old um it it really doesn't matter as long as you're actually willing yeah you just have to be willing to do it that's the big thing Mm-hmm. You have to surrender mm-hmm. to something yeah, bigger you have to than yourself. That you want more for yourself and that you're worthy of it. Yeah, and I always say um, we die every moment to the next moment, and I think that like applies like perfectly here because we're all like waiting for that perfect time, or we're waiting for this to end or something to start. But like the moment is always going to be here and there's never going to be like you're always going to be like oh well I'll do it this moment or this moment so it's like we have to kind of put our differences aside and put our circumstances aside and just yeah this is reminding me of of yoga and the idea that my favorite thing as a yoga teacher is when somebody complains that during shavasana which is like the meditation at the end of the class that somebody like closed the door (laughs) while they were in shavasana and that was deeply disturbing for them and they couldn't focus the rest of shavasana because of the fact that somebody had opened and closed the door and that's but that's the point right that's the whole work like meditation shavasana yoga isn't for in a a perfect room in a perfect environment where everything Mm -hmm. is still and quiet and the lights are down just right and you know it's for the moments that feel uncomfortable and we're constantly in a state of flux. So it's about finding moments in order to be grounded and present. Cause that's the other thing too. Like, Oh, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, like we're constantly looking at the next thing. And I am a huge, I struggle with this so much, even though I do all, all of the mindfulness and intentional work that exists Um, I still struggle with that, especially because as I'm coming up on, on some of my larger life goals, um, as of right now, I'm, I'm definitely having a sense of like, and now what? (laughs) Yeah. Same here is that I've been going through the same things and it's, I internalize things a lot and I, I tend to just like, if something happens or if like one little thing like messes up, I will think about it until the day I die. So that's why I kind of like like to repeat like we're dying every moment to the next moment because it's like even after you do the shadow work it may be hard to kind of move on from that because sometimes I've experienced that too so it can help to just remember that every moment is literally new like you you don't have to be like feel guilty or feel any type of way to the past or the future because every moment is like 
it. That's it. Like, I know what is all there is. To to articulate this, find opportunities to savor the moment. And by doing that, you're by savoring it. And by that, I mean, like, think about like when you're like savory, I think of like ice cream. I don't know why that's always the the thing that I think of when I think of savory. Um, But like, yeah. Really? Yeah, whatever. Like we think, we're going to think about ice cream here. Yeah, but like savoring the ice cream. I don't know. This is, this is my brain. But like if you have like an ice cream cone that you love, like it's like the soft serve kind, you know, like good kind. And like you're just like really enjoying that ice cream cone. Like nothing else exists in the universe besides that ice cream cone. And like that's how like you need to you need to find moments because that is how you're a able to bring yourself back to the present moment and b it actually boosts your overall happiness level like like scientifically um on a day-to-day basis by finding moments to savor Mm -hmm. so that's kind of like my side my side step of finding like the moments like how to how to do that like okay how do I find the moment where is it what does it look like savor something just savor savor wherever it is that you are savor something that you're doing um and that will bring you back to the present moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if anyone is interested in learning more like about awareness, like I said, I my first episode on here is on awareness, so you can listen to that. But uh, I was just thinking we should make t-shirts or something that say every moment oh is an ice cream. <laughs> We're going to have new merch, like everyone. <laughs> I know. I say really weird things. One of our friends, TG, yes. she's like, you just say the weirdest things. Like, I don't even know where you come up with these things. And she's like, you crack me up. I'm like, I wish that I could tell you where the things come out of my mouth. Because I couldn't. No, you <laughs> yeah. need to start writing things down because honestly. Yep. Yeah, if you like really it's weird stuff, content. come follow me because I just I'm weirdly myself all the time on there. <laughs> yeah, and I will leave Tara's uh, information in the episode description, like her Instagram and all of that, so you guys can find her there. But I think that's a good place to end this. Um, it was super cool talking to you about this. I've been like interested in your take on everything, but. I always love talking to you. It feels like, like I've said before, oh. I feel like I look up to you in some way. So I always appreciate talking to you. I love you so much, Gabby. It's been such a pleasure. Oh, I love this so much. I yeah, love you too. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so what did you all think of the episode? Like I said before, Tara is amazing. I thoroughly enjoy listening to her. She always shares such inspiring and deep tidbits and advice. And like I said, I have all of her information in the episode description, and I have information on my private membership group as well, if you're interested in that. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. Thank you for your energy, and I appreciate everything you all do. Thank you for existing. Share this with someone you love. Leave me a review. Give me some feedback. I love connecting with you all and getting to know you. So definitely tell me what you think. All right. Until next time, keep fueling the vibe.